Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Two Dudes Doing Trivia. I'm Daniel. And I'm Will. This week, before we get started, for shame, I have an errata. So, last episode, you guessed Ben Johnson as the Canadian sprinter, and I went off on a whole thing and said that's not uh, that's an American 200 meter sprinter, and I told a whole great story about the about Johnson versus Donovan Bailey, all of which was true. It was a great story, but it was Michael Johnson of the U.S. Ben Johnson is indeed a Canadian sprinter, so you were closer than you thought. However, Donovan Bailey was still the correct answer, so it didn't materially change the score. I just conflated my Johnson sprinters, so my bad, everybody. <laughs> what are we doing this week? We've got just a really quick, short, quick and dirty kind of episode. We just got 10 rapid-fire questions in just two minutes' time. We'll just kind of get back to, you know, some old-school stuff, just a uh, hot seat effect, get the blood boiling a little bit, and uh, kind of looking forward to a future and potentially new game type coming very soon. Mm, very exciting. Uh, that's right. I've written 10 questions for you as well. I'm looking at the length of mine, so we're going to be pretty lenient on time, depending on how long it takes me to read some of these. But uh, I think two minutes should be okay. No, I think so, too. All right. Should we get started, then? Uh, sure. Do you want to flip a proverbial coin? I don't remember who went first last time, who won last time, or anything, because uh, I've got a short memory like that. I just typed random number into random number generator. Is it odd or even? Even. It is odd. It is a seven. So... I will go first. I will answer first. You will answer first. That means I will read first? Sure. Okay, I have a timer set here for two whole minutes. Are you ready to start? Super ready. Then let's start in three, two, one. What artist wore his signature bowler hat because it was the then uniform of Belgian public servants? Magritte. Correct. What poet's only novel was titled The Narrative of Arthur Gordon Pym of Nantucket? Pass. Edgar Allan Poe. What reality TV franchise had an original series in 2006 in Orange County and has since expanded to Atlanta, Beverly Hills, Dallas, Dubai, Miami, New Jersey, New York, the Potomac, and Salt Lake City? Real Housewives? Correct. What short-coated <laughs> Hungarian dog breed is classified as either a pointing dog or a sporting dog, depending on the kennel club, and whose appearance is commonly mistaken for a Weimariner, a Rhodesian Ridgeback, or Redbone Coonhound? Vishla. It is a Vishla. <laughs> Originally released in 1998 by Tiger Electronics, what hamster or owl-like toy creature sold over 40 million units by 2000? Furby? Correct. Cavatappi is a helical macaroni-style pasta shaped, as the name suggests, like a corkscrew. It goes by several other names, including sharing a name with what fictional canine? Clifford. It is Scooby-Doo pasta. What <laughs> eclectic, bohemian, and culturally diverse market in downtown Toronto was named a National Historic Site of Canada in 2006 and is the subject of a Canadian heritage moment? Kensington. It is. The world's largest specimen of what crystalline silicate mineral was found in Uruguay and is so named the Empress of Uruguay. Brazil's the world's top producer, but it's also the official gemstone of the province of Ontario. Quartz? I need you to be more specific on the type of quartz. Uh, corundum. It's an amethyst. <laughs> what classic sitcom <laughs> sees its protagonists often chatting in a cafe called Monk's Diner? Uh, Seinfeld? It is Seinfeld. That is your time, but it's like one <laughs> second over, so you'll get the last question anyway. Sure. Yesterday, 
from time of recording, today is November 20th for the listeners, the Montreal Alouettes won what trophy? Oh, what is that called? The CFL Cup? It is called <laughs> the Grey Cup. The Grey Cup. Yeah, yeah, you know the one. <laughs> that is it. All right, let me do a little bit of a tally here for you. All right, Daniel, what do we aim for usually? About 50%? You have knocked yeah, it out of the park good. and you've got 6 out of 10 correct this week. Oh yeah, much better than 5 out of 10. <laughs> That's way better. Um, so yeah, you probably know because I've talked to you about it a bunch of times in the last couple of weeks. I'm doing my rewatch of Seinfeld right now. Um, I used to watch it a whole bunch as a kid. Seen several episodes here and there as an adult, but now I'm going start to finish, and that's uh, yeah, that diner's called Monk's Cafe. Nice one, nice one. Uh, the Real Housewives. We were specifically asked by one of our newer fans, Loco, to uh, include something on the Real Housewives. She's probably shouting at her her uh, listening device right now, saying <laughs> that's too easy. But like, I don't know. Like, too, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I asked I asked her a set of twelve very difficult questions on the Real Housewives, and she did extraordinarily well. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, can't wait to have this person uh, on the podcast. I don't know if that's a point of pride or a point of embarrassment, but I guess the beauty's in the eye of the beholder on that one. <laughs> um, what can you tell me about Vishla's? Well, you kind of you kind of got all of it, you know, hunting dog, pointing dog, short-haired, brown, big old ears. Um, we'll be getting one very shortly. At, like, I mean, as time of listening, if you're listening on the day it comes out, the very next day, which would be the Monday, is when we'll have the, our little Vishla in the family. So, yeah, thanks for asking about a dog that I know a little bit about. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew you would get that one. And if you didn't, you would have been so self-hurt on that. Yeah, you hit me with the uh, the amethyst. Like, yeah, I didn't. I'm not too too familiar with what is a quartz and what is a corundum. <laughs> corundum. Well, so yeah, so amethyst is like I don't even know if you'd call it a gemstone. It's just a crystalline version of quartz that's purple, and it's purple because of when it was formed, there was some radiation involved, and it changed one thing to another thing or something like that. But anyway, it's. Uh, the gemstone of Ontario. Ontario is famous for oh. its amethyst, as as far as I understand. I don't know that I've ever seen an amethyst from Ontario, but there you go. I was go. just about to say, I mean, famous among gemologists or something, because I've never heard of that. Yeah, that's true. Or silico silicate mineralogists, because it may not even be a technical gemstone. I think true. That, that might have a specific <laughs> definition, too. <laughs> I don't know. There are geologists that listen to our podcast, so I'll let them email in with uh, their two cents on that. But well done with six. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, I'm hitting you with 10 questions also. You'll also have two minutes. Um, I'm hoping, I'm looking at these, I don't know, hit or miss. I felt like yours may cut, or a couple of years were tough. A couple of them were pretty okay. I think a lot of these are tough, but you know what? We're just here to have fun and perhaps retain one or two facts. That's are all we can ask for. Are you ready to start? I'm ready to start. Okie dokie. If you are ready to start and I too am ready to start, let's. In three, two, one. During a 1975 constitutional crisis, Sir John Kerr dismissed Prime Minister Gow Whitlam, the first and only time a Prime Minister has been removed from office in what country? New Zealand. Australia. In the year yeah. 1500, Pedro Alvarez Cabral claimed what modern-day country under the Portuguese crown? What year? 1500. Brazil. That's it. The start of World War II was marked by Germany's invasion into a Polish harbor of what port city? Gdansk. That's right. The 1346 Battle of Crecy saw an English victory against France and Bohemia due in no small part to the dominance of what specific weapon? 
What year? 1346. Catapult? The longbow, as opposed to the crossbow. In ancient Rome, what word denoted the general body of free Roman citizens who were not patricians, also known as the commoners? I definitely know this. Um, I don't have it. Pass. We'll come back to it if you have time. Which of the Canary Islands was the site of a 1977 1977 disaster when two Boeing 747s collided on a runway? Tenerife. That's the one. The noble family known as the Carolingians included what king of Franks that served from 768 to 814? Charlemagne? Yep. Tenzig Norgay was one of the first two people known to reach the summit of Mount Everest. Who was the other person? Edmund Hillary, and really trickily asked that question, by the way. <laughs> a 1917 declaration by which UK foreign secretary announced the support for the establishment of a national home for Jewish peoples in Palestine? Am I looking for the name of this report? The name of this person, yeah. Na- oh, God, I have no idea. Uh, that's the Balfour Declaration. Pretty sure it's Arthur Balfour. And finally, last question. What four letters was the emblematic phrase of the Roman Republic? When translated, it means the Roman Senate and people. Hmm. So a couple things here. I'm going to pass on that. I'm going to pass on the other Roman question. And I recently listened to a podcast that talked all about this phenomenon that's going around the internet right now, where people on X, formerly known as Twitter, are asking... Ladies, how often do you think your man thinks about the Roman Empire? And this is an amazing example of why that is not <laughs> never. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I don't know what why that's a trend, because I don't think men or most people are thinking about the Roman Empire that much, are they? Have you met the fig man? <laughs> Actually, I will say, uh, this has stuck with me. I will tally these up in a moment, folks. Um, this has stuck with me. Do you remember the, um, t- what year was it? 2022 occupation of downtown Ottawa? By the truckers. Uh, yeah. Perhaps it was 2021. Um, uh, yeah. On the news, on CBC, David Cochran continued. I don't know if he just had learned that word. It was his word of the day. But he kept describing the police line as a Roman phalanx. And no matter what clip of him I saw, it was always a Roman phalanx, Roman phalanx. And they're approaching like a Roman phalanx. And they're holding the line like a Roman phalanx. I was like, damn, this guy either loves Rome, like you just said, or just is obsessed with the word phalanx. Like, I am too, but at least I can keep it in me. You know, I don't have to keep saying the word phalanx. Well, I just did 12 times, but I was trying to make a point. Point well received. (laughs) All right, let's tally tally those up. And I still require a correct answer on the three Romans. You need, well, you have two, you have two Roman things. Do you know them? Neither, no. But I'd like to know them. Yes, I'll tally these up and then I will tell you. Okay. Score is tallied. We're back. Aiming for five out of ten, getting a five out of ten. So, oh, okay, that's that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. I for, I think I forgot to preface this entire set with this is a history set. If oh, okay. Yeah. Dawn on you. <laughs> well, a lot of it came from uh, the Greater Roman Empire region. So, yeah. So I, I actually misspoke a little bit on the first question. So the 1975 Australian Constitutional Crisis. Sir John Kerr would have been the Governor General, I think. He is not the only prime minister to have been removed in office. He was the only one removed from office by the governor general. That's the like key distinguishing factor there. Well, um, there was an Australian prime minister removed by the ocean. <laughs> he drowned <laughs> while he was prime minister. Oh, damn. Which one? I do not remember the name of him, actually. Uh, okay, so he was in office 
from January 1966 to December 1967 when he drowned. Yeah, a single year. I'm not going to know that one. So who was it? It's Harold Holt. Harold Holt. Oh my god, we're rewatching Brooklyn Nine Nine. As, as and as you can probably imagine, Captain Holt is my favorite character. <laughs> uh, I can't imagine that. Yep, and those that know you will also would would be able to pinpoint that on you. Holt loved the ocean, particularly spear fishing, and had holiday homes in Portsea, Victoria, Bingle Bay, Queensland. While he was spending the week at Portsea, he and four companions drove to Point Nepean to watch a sailor pass through the rip on his solo circumnavigation attempt on their way back to Portsea. They stopped for a swim before lunch to go, to go spear fishing, and he claimed to know this beach like the back of my head. I'm sorry for laughing because I know the guy dies, but like it seems like this story is building up to uh, a whole bunch of atojasos. Well, it's kind of, it seems like a Roman kind of like, uh, like a, what's it called? Apocryphal kind of like the story of, you know, the, the fox and the grapes or whatever, like the, the story of the prime minister who went spearfishing, you know? Yeah. His disappearance sparked one of the largest search operations in Australian history, but no trace was ever found. Uh, announced governor general Lord Casey announced he had terminated Holt's commission as prime minister upon his presumed death and a police report released no definitive findings. Conspiracy theories, Oh, man. Conspiracy theories included suggestions that he faked his own death, was assassinated by the CIA, or was collected by a submarine so he could defect to China. <laughs> wow, this is the kind of thing people got to read on their own time, because this seems like a very interesting, uh, like, I feel like the, what you've said is just a small fraction of what's there in that, you know? Oh, I can tell you that I'll be leaving this Wikipedia tab <laughs> for post-recording. Okay, a couple, couple points on some of these questions. So first of all, um, the port, the Polish city on the harbor, you guessed, you said Gdansk. Perfect. Glad you said the Polish name. Do you remember, do you have any clue what the German name was? It's very close to Gdansk. Uh, nope. Danzig. Oh, there you go. Yeah, pretty simple. Um, so the two questions that we were missing in ancient Rome, what were denoted the general body of free Roman citizens who are not patricians were the plebs. Oh, of course they were. Or the plebeians. Maybe it's plebeian. And the four letters of the Roman Republic, meaning Roman, Senate, and people, is S, P, Q, and R. S, P, Q, R. Which is almost in alphabetical order, if you're trying to remember that, because P, Q, R, S, you just take that S, stick it on the front, there you go. Yeah, you know, as everyone is wont to do with their four-letter acronyms. (laughs) No, the only four-letter sort of uh, Latin related thing i could think of is inri which is yes i learned that from you yeah above the crucifix well that's right uh yeah that's kind of all i've got to say glad to have won by some small margin but uh can't wait to see what happens next week yeah that'll be good um so that's still in the planning phase keep an eye out and uh excellent job on week six Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. If you have any questions, comments, errata, or any more errata for us, because they seem to be more commonplace these days, uh, you know where to reach us. 2DDTpodcast at gmail.com. That's two. The number two, DDTpodcast at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye.